In this podcast, we will be covering Section F of the ACA Code of Ethics. Section F is titled Supervision, Training, and Teaching. This is for counselor supervisors, trainers, and educators to create meaningful and respectful professional relationships with all supervisees and students in both face-to-face and electronic formats. The ACA Code of Ethics lettering and divisions is described by a letter, a number, and then a subletter. So for example, F1A. In this section, we will first begin with section F1, which is counselor supervision and client welfare. F1 covers three main areas, which is client welfare, counselor credentials, and informed consent and client rights. F1A, client welfare, states that a primary obligation of counseling supervisors is to monitor the services provided by supervisees. F1B, counselor credentials, states that counseling supervisors work to ensure that supervisees communicate their qualifications to render services to their clients. Section F1C, informed consent and client rights, states that supervisors make supervisees aware of client rights, including the protection of client privacy and confidentiality in the counseling relationship. Next is F2, counselor supervision competence. This covers three main areas of supervisor preparation, multicultural issues and diversity issues in supervision, and online supervision. F2A is supervisor preparation. This states that prior to offering supervision services, counselors are trained in supervision methods and techniques. F2B is multicultural issues and diversity in supervision, which states that counseling supervisors are aware and address the role of multiculturalism and diversity in the supervisory relationship. F2C is for online supervision and states, when using technology and supervision, counselor supervisors are competent in the use of those technologies. For example, in our program, we use supervision assist. F2C would state that the counselor supervisors are aware of how to use this technology before using it with our supervisees. We are now on F3, which is the supervisory relationship. This has four sections. First is F3A, extending conventional supervisor relationships. Counseling supervisors clearly define and maintain ethical, professional, personal, and social relationships with their supervisees. Supervisors consider the risks and benefits of extending the current supervisory relationship in any form beyond the conventional parameters. F3B is sexual relationships. Sexual or romantic interactions or relationships with current supervisees are prohibited. F3C is sexual harassment. Counseling supervisors do not condone or subject supervisees to sexual harassment. And the last one is F3D, friends or family members. Supervisors are prohibited from engaging in the supervisory relationship with individuals with whom they have an inability to remain objective. 
Section F4 is titled Supervisor Responsibilities. F4A is informed consent for supervision. Supervisors are responsible for incorporating into their supervision the principles of informed consent and participation. F4B is emergencies and absences. Supervisors establish and communicate to supervisees procedures for contacting the supervisor in their absence or alternative on-call supervisors to assist in handling crises. F4C is standards for supervisees. Supervisors make their supervisees aware of professional and ethical standards and legal responsibilities. And the last one is F4D, termination of the supervisory relationship. Supervisors or supervisees have the right to terminate the supervisory relationship with adequate notice. Section F5 is student and supervisee responsibilities. F5A is ethical responsibilities. Students and supervisees have a responsibility to understand and follow the ACA code of ethics. F5B is impairment. Students and supervisees monitor themselves for signs of impairment from their own physical, mental, or emotional problems and refrain from offering or providing professional services when such impairment is likely to harm a client or others. F5C is professional disclosure. Before providing counseling services, students and supervisees disclose their status as supervisees and explain how their status affects the limits of confidentiality. We are just at about the halfway point with F6. F6 is labeled Counseling Supervision, Evaluation, Remediation, and Endorsement. F6A is the Evaluation. Supervisors document and provide supervisees with ongoing feedback regarding their performance and schedule a periodic formal evaluative sessions throughout the supervisory relationship. F6B is very important in a counselor education field because it is regarding gatekeeping and remediation. Through initial and ongoing evaluation, supervisors are aware of supervisee limitations that might impede performance. Supervisors assist supervisees in securing remedial assistance when needed. They recommend dismissal from training programs, applied counseling settings, and state or voluntary professional credentialing processes when those supervisees are unable to demonstrate that they can provide competent professional services to a range of diverse clients. F6C is counseling for supervisees. If supervisees request counseling, the supervisor assists the supervisee in identifying appropriate services. F6D is endorsements. Supervisors endorse supervisees for certification, licensure, employment, or completion of an academic or training program only when they believe that supervisees are qualified for the endorsement. F7 is labeled Responsibilities of Counselor Educators. F7A, Counselor Educators. Counselor educators who are responsible for developing, implementing, and supervising educational programs are skilled as teachers and practitioners. F7B, Counselor Educator Competence. 
Counselors who function as counselor educators or supervisors provide instruction within their areas of knowledge and competence and provide instruction based on current information and knowledge available in the profession. F7C is infusing multicultural issues and diversity. Counselor educators infuse material related to multiculturalism, diversity, and into all courses and workshops for the development of professional counselors. F7D is integration of study and practice. In traditional hybrid and or online formats, counselor educators establish education and training programs that integrate academic study and supervised practice. F7E, teaching ethics. Throughout the program, counselor educators ensure that students are aware of the ethical responsibilities and standards of the profession and ethical responsibilities of students to the profession. F7F, use of case examples. The use of client, student, or supervisee information for the purpose of case examples in a lecture or classroom setting is permissible only when the client, the client, the student, or the supervisee has reviewed the material and agreed to its presentation, or the information has been sufficiently modified to obscure the identity. F7G, student-to-student -student supervision and instruction. When students function in the role of counselor educators or supervisors, they understand that they have the same ethical obligations as counselor educators, trainers, and supervisors. F7H, Innovative Theories and Techniques. Counselor educators promote the use of techniques, procedures, and modalities that are grounded in theory and or have an empirical or scientific foundation. F7I, Field Placements. Counselor educators develop clear policies and provide direct assistance with their training programs regarding appropriate field placement and other clinical experiences. F8 is titled Student Welfare. F8A is program information and orientation. Counselor educators recognize that program orientation is a developmental process that begins upon students' initial contact with a counselor education program and continues throughout the educational and clinical training of students. F8B is Student Career Advising. Counselor educators provide career advisement for their students and make them aware of opportunities in the field. F8C is self-growth experiences. Self-growth is an expected component of counselor education. Counselor educators are mindful of ethical principles when they require students to engage in self-growth experiences. F8D is addressing personal concerns. Counselor educators may require students to address any personal concerns that have the potential to affect their professional competency. Section F9 is evaluation and remediation. F9A is evaluation of students. Counselor educators clearly state to students prior to and throughout the training program the levels of competency expected, appraisal methods, and timing of evaluations both for didactic and clinical competencies. F9B is limitations. Counselor educators, though ongoing evaluation, are aware of and address the inability of some students to achieve counseling competencies. F9C is counseling for students. 
If students request counseling or if counseling services are suggested as part of the remediation process, counselor educators assist students in identifying appropriate services. Section F10 is roles and relationships between counselor educators and students. F10A is sexual or romantic relationships. Counselor educators are prohibited from sexual or romantic interactions or relationships with students currently enrolled in counseling or related program and over who they have the power and authority. F10B is sexual harassment. Counselor educators do not condone or subject students to sexual harassment. F10C, relationship with former students. Counselor educators are aware of the power differential in the relationship between faculty and students. Faculty members discuss with former students potential risks when they consider engaging in a social, sexual, or otherwise intimate relationship. F10D is non-academic relationships. Counselor educators avoid non-academic relationships with students in which there is a risk of potential harm to the student or which may compromise the training experience or grades assigned. F10E is counseling services. Counselor educators do not serve as counselors to students currently enrolled in counseling or, uh, or related program and over whom they have a power and authority. F10F is extending educator student boundaries. Counselor educators are aware of the power differential in the relationship between faculty and students. If they believe that a non-professional relationship with a student may be potentially beneficial to the student, they take precautions similar to those taken by counselors when working with clients. All right, we have reached the last section of Section F of the ACA Code of Ethics. Section F11 is titled Multicultural Diversity Competence in Counselor Education and Training Programs. F11A is faculty diversity. Counselor educators are committed to recruiting and retaining a diverse faculty. F11B, student diversity. Counselor educators actively attempt to recruit and retain a diverse student body. F11C is multicultural and diversity competence. Counselor educators actively infuse multicultural and diversity competency in their training and supervision practices. They actively train students to gain awareness and knowledge and skills in the competencies of multicultural practice. This wraps up our last section of section F.